0: Hi, my name is Steve Dozer and I would like to welcome you to our second season of our Prairie Conversations podcast. Uh, The purpose of our podcast is to provide our community with more insight into our schools, our staff, uh, our students and our programs. Our discussion today focuses on our Early Childhood Center, uh, also known as ECC. And I am pleased to welcome uh, Kathy Schulte, who is the principal and director of our Early Childhood Program. Kathy, thanks uh, for joining us on the podcast.
1: Thanks so much, Steve.
0: So before we get started, I always like to know a little bit, uh, you know, kind of give your background, Kathy, and tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay, well, I grew up in a small town called Mediapolis, Iowa. Um, My family and I, and I have my husband, Mike, who is a teacher over at Prairie Point. He teaches ninth grade science. Um, I have two boys, Chase and Brandon, and my daughter, Caroline. Um, This is year 8 for me here at uh, College Community Early Childhood Center. Prior to that, I was the early childhood services principal for Davenport Community School uh, for 9 years. And then prior to that, I was at Wapalo Community School District, where I served as a kindergarten and an early childhood special education teacher.
0: Wow, so quite the background. And uh, you've seen a lot of changes already in your eight years here. So, um, well, first of all, kind of give us an overview. People say, oh, you have early childhood program. You know, tell us about this. I'll so give a thousand feet overview of our early childhood program.
1: Well, the ECC is in seven buildings here on campus at Prairie. So at the Early Childhood Center, we serve infants, two-year-olds, we have a three-year-old program, we have a partnership with Head Starts, so we have a Head Start program, we have statewide voluntary preschool, which is that preschool for four-year-old programming, and we have wraparound program at, that, at the Early Childhood Center. And wraparound programming is childcare for the other part of the day when kids that are enrolled in statewide voluntary preschool need care and all of the services that we provide in the early childhood building are open from 630 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. In all five elementary buildings you have Prairie Hill, Prairie Heights, Prairie View, Prairie Ridge, and Prairie Crest. We have statewide voluntary which is at preschool programming. We when did
0: that start? The uh, statewide programming.
1: Statewide, at least it's been over ten yeah, years now. Yeah, it's been now. a
0: while.
1: I think it eight. It's I probably in about I don't know exactly, but I know it's been year. a long time. Yeah, yeah. okay. I think it's been about fourteen years now. It just has gone very fast, Steve.
0: Yeah, it has. <laughs> <laughs> it has. Well. Um, so when you talk about, you know, kind of the difference in, in what you've talked about, how many buildings you're in, infant, uh, through, infant through what grade, Kathy?
1: We are all the way up through. We provide school-age services up through our friends there at Prairie Creek.
0: Okay, so uh, wide levels. And um, I guess what is the difference uh, between you know people ask about the daycare uh, pk which is pre-kindergarten uh, our wrap-around care and our ak what kind of about uh you know how long is wraparound around care offered which buildings and what is the difference between all that
1: okay. so like for our preschool programming it's um, tuesday through friday and they're half-day sessions and so for the other part of the day Kids can go into our wraparound programs from 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. And we're open on spring break and we're open over the holiday breaks and we're here all summer as well for our friends for those same hours. Um, For our kids that are like in kindergarten through fifth or sixth grade, we offer that before and after school programming. And it does encompass if there is a school cancellation because of inclement weather, we're usually here, or a delay, we're there also for those families. And that school age programming also has um, summer programming that's available for families if your child is enrolled in ak there is also that wraparound service that's available for the time when ak is not in session because ak is a half day session as well so we provide ak wraparound programming um, at prairie hill too wow
0: there's a lot going on <laughs> um, well, what kind of you know you talk about uh, all the different ages? What what sorts are, of curriculum programs are used uh, with our preschoolers? Okay.
1: Well, actually, Steve, you'd be surprised to know that all of our kids, infants, twos, threes, and preschool age, all utilize the Creative Curriculum. It's like this overarching curriculum, and so it's um, it gives kind of families and children that it scaffolds upon. Um, itself every year, so when kids go in they have those skills that they need to be successful as they move through um, the Early Childhood Center. And then we have an assessment piece that is also in place for our Infants 2s, 3s, and the Wraparound, or excuse me, the Preschool and Wraparound program, which is Teaching Strategies Gold, and it is, it goes hand-in-hand with that of the Creative Curriculum. So families are going to be able to see how their child is growing on that uh, developmental continuum from that point if they start here with us as an infant, all the way up to that statewide voluntary. So families become very used to that report and where their child is um, in comparison with other peers. The curriculum then has some other pieces that we pull in to enhance it. So we use everyday math. We use Jolly Phonics, which they're also using in the kindergarten and first grade programs. So we try to make sure that we have that align so that kids have those skills necessary to be successful when they enter kindergarten. We utilize, um, in the wraparound and the three-year-old rooms, we also use Hagerty Phonological Awareness. Um, Starting in our two-year-old rooms and in our three-year-old rooms and our four-year-old wraparound rooms and our preschool rooms, we have um, something called Second Step, which is our social-emotional curriculum and it's just a lot of fun and there's little puppets in there and there's little story scenarios and the puppets will tell a little story and then there's picture scenarios that tie it back together and then there's posters and picture cues so it just kind of keeps taking the kids back so they have those tools to be successful Um, all of our staff are trained in positive behavior intervention supports and we we retrain all of our staff every third year so that we can kind of capture any new staff that comes in And just keep that program moving forward I think that's our curriculum I don't think I've left anything out. so the main objective is
0: like what can we do to get kids ready for kindergarten at all levels
1: absolutely we're looking at that social-emotional piece we're looking at their literacy we're looking at their their ability to communicate both verbally and non-verbally we're looking at that self-regulation you know for them to be able to kind of have that opportunity to learn and play longer and longer stances and um, you know how important that is just even as adults when we wait in line at the grocery store we have to have that self-regulation so we're working on that then we're working on their math skills their science skills their large motor so it's kind of that whole child piece
0: yeah, all-encompassing wonderful um, Kathy a lot of our folks in our community uh, I guess you know they don't realize that ECC is run separately from our k-12 schools so i mean a lot of people just think we're all the same and all together there's a lot of pieces together but talk about how that is run differently the ecc program is run different differently from our k-12 program
1: i think a good way to think about it is we're always here we're here year round Um, a lot of our funding is different uh most the The majority of the funding that you see utilized in our um, ECC programming, and that would be in the daycare, before and after school programming, is generated by uh, parent tuition dollars. Um, We do have a few grants we write to help with some of those pieces, but the majority of it is that. So it's just a whole different funding source. Um, It should be noted that all staff that work for ECC are also employees of College Community School District, um, and they have the same background is like our paraeducators and our preschool teachers so that everybody can work together that's why all of our centers are accredited by NACI so that we meet that quality standard across the board so staff can go in and help interchangeably it's a very um, i would say it's a very strong community within the early childhood uh, employment base i think the biggest thing to remember is our schedule always looks a little different We're usually here on school cancellation or delay days because families do need our services.
0: Right, because they're still working. Correct. Right.
1: Yeah. And it's that funding piece. And again, it is primarily funded by parent Mm -hmm. tuition dollars.
0: Um, You know, obviously, we've been in the pandemic, (laughs) right? So for (laughs) a while, it seems. But, um, you know, ECC played such a major role throughout the national pandemic when this all started um, and still does but kind of share uh, with us how ECC really stepped up at the start of that pandemic.
1: We closed for one day so it kind of all happened over the spring break and we were here for the first four days of spring break and then we closed and did like a really deep clean for that Friday and came back Monday um, and we put in place some enhanced cleaning and social distancing practices, some enhanced health policies. For example, we had like tables set up so that families would drop their children off of the table, sign their child in and out, and we would have staff members that would take children back and forth, um, just trying to keep folks separated because we didn't really know a lot then. Masks were not available, so it was just, it was kind of like navigating a snowstorm. We were just moving as quickly as we could with the information that we had at hand. Um, Our health and safety protocol was um, amped up just to scotch. We've always been um, very diligent with our cleaning practices within the ECC, but we just became a little more diligent and did more cleaning. Um, Social distance when we could. Really made sure that we provided opportunities for kids to not intermingle with different classes. Um, We were even like cleaning the playground between kids, um, making sure that everything was disinfected to try to keep everybody as safe and healthy and happy as we could. And I think that's the biggest thing to remember. It kept some normalcy in our kids' lives. They still had that ECC family. They still got to come to school, follow their schedule, um, play with their friends. All right. Uh, it, it was... I think that was really important for our little friends and important for their families to have those resources. We also opened um, and added additional slots for some of those essential workers in our community that may have um, lost child care because they're as close at that time. And we did have a few families access that as well.
0: Um, well, Kathy, in your role as uh, the ECC principal and kind of director, what, what does success look like to you?
1: Steve, when I walk into a classroom I expect to see happy children that are engaging in activities, adults that are engaging with their students. Uh, When I walk in the hallways I expect to see families feeling like they're part of our early childhood community, happy families. Um, I think relationships are really important and I value every relationship that we have with our student families and staff. I think that success is so dependent on our staff, and we have an amazing staff, early childhood staff that work within College Community School District, and they're very caring. Um, and I'm going to tell you something, they really know, they know a lot about early childhood education, and they put the children's needs in front of their own every day. So I think success isn't just looking at one part of the ECC, but it's looking at, at it all and how it all works together to make a great environment for all of our little friends and their families
0: well talk about it's uh, kind of build off the success um, talk about the grant oh, that's so talk about the grant that just uh, tip for expansion
1: we applied for and received the future ready child care challenge grant and we, we got a little over $500,000 and what that is it's an expansion of 5800 square feet at the existing early childhood building so, what that will be, it'll be three new classrooms that will serve infants, twos, and threes, and it will be an addition of 48 slots. So, we'll have 48 additional child care slots, which will increase the availability of quality um, early childhood care.
0: Wow, that's going to be uh, exciting because right now, child care across the state and having slots available, and this is really going to help a lot of families. Um, yeah, that's, that's outstanding. Um, you know, what success you talk about, staff, Kathy, but you know, there are high school students, there are college students right now that are thinking about getting into early childhood or elementary ed or early childhood, kind of that whole field. I guess give us your best uh, one minute elevator pitch, if I could say, uh, on why uh, someone should consider being an early childhood teacher.
1: I think one of the things I always say to um High school kids, when they're thinking about it, they always say, it is the most rewarding career you're ever going to have. Where else do you get paid to play? I mean, these, these little people look at you like you are a superhero. You become so important and such an integral part of their life. And what a better way to learn about this type of career is to work at the ECC, because you have all the support of all the other staff. You have support of the admin uh, team as well. You can get in there and see what it looks like and what it feels like to be a part of a successful early childhood high quality program um, and then there is i know we were going to talk about this a little later steve but i'm going to talk about it now there's this wonderful program called teach and college community school district they did an article on us a couple of years ago we actually put through more teach candidates than any other center in the state of iowa wow so this is a partnership with iowa association for the education of the young child Like for example, last semester, um, we had 9 to 11 of our staff that were actively participating in TEACH. And what it does, let's say right now you're working on your associate's degree in early childhood education, Um, TEACH would pay for 50% of your books and your tuition. You get a travel reimbursement up to $100 a semester. You do receive that. It is $100. And then the really cool thing is College Community ECC provides that student a substitute that will step into their classroom for three hours every week and they get paid to do their homework for three hours every week which is so nice because there's so much support because we've had so many of our um, staff that have gone through the program if you're like really struggling with a concept or an assignment that support is right there and people will help each other hey I tried this and I looked at this resource and this helped me a lot so it's just kind of a no way you can fail type piece The candidate then um, that was going through the TEACH Scholarship, everybody applies for the FAFSA and really all you would ever pay if you even pay that much is 10% of your education, 10% of your tuition of books because then what College Community Early Childhood Center pays is 40% of your tuition, 40% of your books. At the end of your first year contract you get a $400 bonus from TEACH and then a little bit later you get another $400 bonus Hmm. from the ECC so you get a bonus as you're going through this too. And that looks very similar as you go through your bachelor's degree. And right now we have um, staff that are enrolled at Iowa State working on their bachelors. We've had some in the past at Mount Mercy and Upper Iowa University. We have like a whole carpool of our staff that get together every Monday night and they drive up together up to Upper Iowa University. So again, that support piece is there. And it's very similar where Teach pays for 70% of your books, 70% of your tuition. They get a $100 um, internet and travel stipend. And then again they get those three hours of teach hours every week to get your homework done and then they get a 500 dollars bonus from teach and then a little bit time later they get 500 from us and again they would have no more than 10 percent of tuition and books they'd have to pay and most people say to me what's the catch the catch is after you're all done with your degree there really isn't a catch you work for the ecc one more year and then if you decide that um, you would like to go and work possibly in maybe a public school or a different position, you're free to do so. So it's
0: even different district or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that that is quite an incentive. I mean, like you said, you know, people get into it because it's it's rewarding to mm-hmm. be that, and then to actually have support from staff, colleagues, uh, financial. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of that already, uh, that's amazing. So hopefully, uh, uh, those that are interested really take a look. And in the, and you know, too, we we, t- we talk about Kathy a little bit. We have if if uh if a high school student goes boy i'd like to maybe work part time at ECC talk about that cuz i i know you have some students that do that as well is that right and how old do you have to be if a if a student here says you know i want to work at the ECC in the summer or maybe during school after school talk a little bit about that
1: They have to be at least 16 years of age and then in order to be left alone with a group of students they have to be 18. Mm -hmm. So we always make sure that they have an adult with them if they are under 18 Um, and they receive all the same training that the rest of our staff would train because we have a very extensive uh, training protocol for all new staff because we want to make sure that they have all the tools to be successful in this venture. if you're a high school student uh, right now or a college student, a lot of them will work for like the school age or even for the early childhood center for, with the littles before or after school. So our shifts for those are usually 6:30 in the morning to 8:40, and then they come in usually four to six. Some of them can come in from three to six. And there's no weekends, guys, so this is a yeah. great opportunity. Right,
0: and a chance to get experience, get mm-hmm. paid, right? Uh, if this is what you want to do, and a chance to make some, you know, some money, and also a chance to enjoy what you like to do. And it, and it sounds like it really fits the high school schedule, because our high school is 9 to 4, mm-hmm. and so it looks like that would really uh, work into uh, students, uh, if they have interest, into their schedule.
1: Yeah, it works. The times are perfect, and we have some of our um, high school students that might have Parts in their day where they don't have a course and so they'll just come over to the ECC and provide some additional assistance so it's it's a win-win because the kids love seeing them and they become part of their ECC family.
0: Um, is, is there anything else Kathy I guess you know on ECCs, or something that you know parents don't know or should know? You've said a lot and you've covered a lot but is there anything out there that you just think you know people don't realize this as well?
1: I think one of the the biggest accomplishments that ECC has achieved is we are accredited by NAEYC, the National Association for the Education of the Young Child. The ECC worked really hard to get there. We worked two years um, seeing where we were and where we needed to go to make sure that we we're meeting all of those um, quality standards and we work really hard every day to maintain that. Um, currently, at this time, only 10% of all early learning centers, preschools, and kindergarten programs are accredited by NASE. so we are in that wow. highest tier of quality. Wow,
0: that's impressive. That's impressive. Well, um, last thing, I guess, is, you know, you're an educator. What's your favorite book? Do you have a favorite book? Or do you have a favorite book you like to read to kids?
1: Well, I have two. I'll tell you, as a, my own personal favorite book is, um, I love Big Fish, Big Fish by Daniel Wallace, and it's kind—it's of, a really neat book. I don't know if you've ever read it, Steve. It's about a father and a son, and the son is really thinking that he really doesn't know his father. It's about that father-son relationship, and it, it's kind of profound. In that, you know, you think about when you're little, your kids think you're super—they well, think you're a superhero when they are little, right. and maybe when they're teenagers, that might change a little bit. But how much do our kids really know about us, you know? And really, do they know that till they become adults that you know we all had our hopes and dreams, and we've had successes and failures, and. It's just a fun book mm. about a dad who really um, doesn't always share what's happening. He likes to tell jokes and um, kind of exaggerates. And then the son as he tries to figure it out. So it's a really fun book. And then when I read, I love to read just about any, any book to the kids. And I suppose one of my favorites is, it's, there's just so many it's hard to pick. You're right. Um, I love to read "Chicka Chicka Boom Boom." If you give a mouse a cookie, oh sure. Um, the No. David series is fun. Everybody yeah. loves Pete the Cat, right?
0: So yep. it's just fun. Uh, we read all those to our kids, <laughs> and and the "Chicka Chicka Boom Boom." <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, well, that's great, Kathy. Well, I appreciate you coming on, and and uh, hopefully. Uh, uh, you answered a lot of questions for me, and I mean, a lot of people just don't realize how much and what age groups. When you start, when you finish, and just to getting certified, and how much goes into running an accredited uh, program. And and I would encourage uh, parents out there, if you have young children, want to come up and see ECC. Take a you know take a look and get a tour or meet meet some staff there. So, well, Kathy, thank you so much for coming on our podcast today. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you.